I was reflecting earlier this week how I have spent so much of my life's energy over the years and more time than I care to really think about or quantify into doing something that I find, at least for me, this is not an opinion, it is just what my experience has been, that it is so uniquely human. And that is, that, and it happens both on a conscious level as well as an unconscious level, and that is to find myself in a place where I want certain things to happen. I want life to be a certain way. I have certain preferences about what I want and I, that, that I don't want. And at the same time, I also can find myself investing a lot of time and energy in not wanting other things to happen or not wanting to have certain things in my life. I, you know, I, I can want people to be a certain way. And there are obviously things that I can want uh, people to, to, I can not want them to be a certain way. So there are these polarities and they seem on, you know, at one, at one way of looking at it, looking at through the, a certain lens that these are opposite polarities. I want this. I don't want that. I like this. I don't like that. But there is something that actually makes, at least I have found, that makes these actually very related. And on some level, on a psychological level, on an emotional level, and even without getting too overly metaphysical, on a spiritual level, is that, and my guru spoke about this many years ago, that the only way I, if I want to be free, if I actually want to experience freedom from suffering, if I really want to get to a place where I can have peace in my life and feel centered and feel some sense of joy, it is only when I am free of both wanting things and not wanting things. And it, it did take a while for me to really deeply internalize that, that both of those polarities, me, me uh, you know, on one end of this or the other, pushing things away, trying to attract other things, that there is a very, very much of a commonality to the suffering that I have felt myself essentially inflict on myself unnecessarily. It doesn't have to be that way. It never did. But there was a lot of my life where I felt like that was what my life was about, was trying to get more of the things that I wanted and somehow rid my life of the things that I didn't want. And again, I, I want to say this because I really do feel this uh, deep in my deep in my heart, so to speak, that this is something that is very human. I know that the way that our our neurological systems are wired, and I don't know enough. I only if I if I know anything about this at all, it is just enough to be dangerous, so to speak. But what I do know is through my own human experience. I can't know what this is like for others. All I can do is have conversations with others and have definitely done that a lot over the years, but that it is something that is part of the human experience. I can find myself without even actively wanting to want something or actively wanting to not want other things, that some of it just happens at a deep level without really very much thought. It's almost like on some level, it can be almost like a reflex of sorts. My, my preferences can be something that I can carry deep within me. But what I really want to focus on today is while I recognize that some of these 
desires for certain things and desires for less of others or, or for none of others, not wanting it at all, that some of it does happen automatically. But a great amount of this I have found in my own life is that a lot of it is conscious. And what I ultimately, there has been a discovery and it is only through practicing mindfulness. It has only come about as a fruit of mindfulness practice, you know, by paying attention to my mind, to just simply witnessing the thoughts that are occurring without analyzing it, without analyzing them, without judging them, just simply letting them be and just noticing them, not even needing to categorize them or file them away, uh, uh, you know, as, 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 as based on separate categories, just simply letting them be at a certain level that I really can see that so much of what I want and don't want in my life really comes down to nothing but thoughts. It is simply how I have interpreted things that have happened in the past. One of the things that I find so incredibly interesting, I don't know if anyone else does, but about, what is interesting to me about being a human being is that from the time that we are born, there is this adapting that takes place. We simply experience things. We have certain things that we have, we experience that we like. We have other things that we don't like. And so over time, there are thoughts that I find that have formed around those preferences, around those unconscious uh, discriminations of what is acceptable and not acceptable or desired or not desired. And I don't even want to invest any time and energy trying to do anything about those unconscious reactions because they simply happen. It's in, on some level, I found that those, uh, those deep unconscious biases, biases, so to speak, are really like breathing. They are like my heart beating. They are like just, you know, nervous system reactions. I don't know if that's really the correctly what they are, but it's ultimately just my, uh, the way, the way that I've adapted as a human being, but so much more of it is based on, I have reasons and all these reasons that I have about what I want and what I don't want and why I want certain things and why I don't want others is all really based on thoughts. And at some point those thoughts actually gave way to opinions. They gave way to beliefs that I somehow knew what I should want and what I shouldn't want, what I want in my life, what I don't want in my life. And I recognize that as, as free human beings, we clearly can choose what we want, what we want more of, what we want less of, what we don't want at all. But it, for me, the suffering that took place and does take place whenever I get very heavily in, very heavily invested in believing that something this this is something that is good for me I want more of it and this is something that I don't want and it's not to say that there aren't certain things that are good for me but it is only when I get so busy believing the thoughts that I'm having when I and then what ends up happening is if I am really busy being the person wanting this and not wanting that that there really is not much freedom at all in that. There's not, there's, there's not a whole lot of peace because I can spend a lot of my life and I could really spend the rest of my life 
should I choose to, just being completely wrapped up in these thoughts and in these internal reactions to what I want and don't want. And it has only been when I have recognized that the only real freedom for me lies in the, in a place where I simply fl- can flow with life. And I know it's much easier said than done, but that is really ultimately what I want to be open to. I can't make it be that way. I can't force myself to flow with life. I can't uh, engineer that, so to speak. But what I have been able to do, I have found, is just to simply be aware of when I'm really busy being the person wanting this or that, or thinking that this or that is better than something else. Um, there was actually, I read, and I, and I don't even want to try to paraphrase it, but it was actually a, uh, an ancient writing from the, well, I believe, if I remember correctly, was the third Chinese patriarch of Zen, and it was speaking along the lines. It's a very, it is actually a very short book, if it is considered a book, uh, but it basically talks about how the way, or what is referred to as the Tao, is ultimately free from prefer- free from preferences. It's only when we get caught up having certain preferences, and I and I'm very clearly sharing this because I, I, I am not trying to speak about how it, you know, I, or trying to convince anyone that having preferences is bad or wrong. I find it to be something that is very human. And when I find myself in a place where I am not allowing myself or open to being free from preferences, when I'm really caught up in wanting this or not wanting that, that it is about really allowing compassion and kindness to myself for recognizing that this is just me being human again. I'm having a human moment or a series of moments and there's no way for me to brute force any change in that. All I really have to do is just to simply recognize that I am having thoughts about preferring one thing over another or believing that this will be better for me than something else. I recognize on a certain level, yes, there are certain things. For instance, using uh, uh, food as an example, there are clearly I can recognize and appreciate the fact that there are certain things that are better for us than others. But that is only based on what we know as human beings. But at the same time, I realize that in terms of how I want my life to flow, in other words, I may think that I want something to be a certain way or I want things to happen a certain way or I want specific things to happen. It's when I get really caught up in wanting those things so much that I believe that that's the absolute truth when in fact it is really only the relative truth that it's only the truth that I that I am believing because I ultimately have a personal stake in this. If I think that I need more of this and less of that, then that's my relative truth. That's based on my preferences. It's based on, and it's not that I, I'm certainly free to have those preferences, but at the same time, it is really just a recognition that I am having them, that that is ultimately where I found freedom. That is, is a place where I have found joy where I found more lightness of being when I can not try to prevent myself from wanting certain things or not wanting others, when I don't have to try to brute force, uh, 
be, you know, becoming a person that never has preferences or doesn't want or not want things. It is just simply allowing myself to be human, allowing myself to flow however I'm flowing uh, in the major flow of things, uh, the way everything is going, regardless of what I do, regardless of what I think, no matter what I try to do, life ultimately, I only have so much control over this. And the only thing I can really choose to do, I have found, and this is, I can't say this for anyone else, but for me, the one choice that I have made that has allowed me to suffer less, that has allowed me to have more peace of mind, that has allowed me to have more comfort in being a human being, has been to make that, to continue to make that choice to pay attention to my mind, not to try to stop what's happening there, not to try to talk myself into thinking different thoughts or trying to keep from thinking certain thoughts, but just simply being with it as it is, however it is. And if it is, if the thoughts are occurring that are in some way causing me suffering, I, for whatever reason, I've never been able to change those thoughts. I've never been able to stop them. But it is only when I can actually give myself a little bit of headspace, a little bit of distance, and simply recognize that that is happening. And this too, and this too, as one of my teachers used to say, it is that I can always find some peace in recognizing my own humanness, letting myself actually be human. I certainly went through periods of my life on my own spiritual journey where I wanted to transcend uh, being this person that had preferences. I wanted to transcend this person that had no desires for this or that, or was really caught up in not wanting certain things and trying to engineer myself, engineer my life to be, to or to, to engineer it to unfold in a way that there was less of the things that I didn't want. I spent a lot of my years doing that. I lived a very insulated, reclusive life for just that reason because there were so many things about life that I didn't like. There were so many things about life and dealing with other people that I chose to feel uncomfortable about and I wanted to avoid those and I did avoid those. But at the end of the day, I also found myself uh, going deeper and deeper into my the depression that I was that I was struggling with. And I chose to make it worse than it even needed to be. And the only reason, the only way that I could do that is to invest a lot of time and energy into the thoughts that I was having, into believing everything that I was thinking about what I was feeling, in uh, investing that time and energy ultimately in believing that I knew things were a certain way when I really, on, on, on another level, really had no idea. I thought that certain things and avoiding certain things were better for me, but those were only thoughts, and then they turned into beliefs. And what is so amazing to me is that I, I, these beliefs, I, I clung to them so tightly that I spent and really wasted years of my life, decades of my life, not really living because I developed certain preferences and took them really, really seriously. I recognize that on a certain level, human beings, we do have the right to choose. We do have the right, obviously, to create the lives that we want. And I'm certainly not saying that that isn't the case. But what I am also saying at the same time is that 
by recognizing that part of choosing this life that I want, choosing the circumstances that I want, that no matter how much I no matter how much I try to invest in this, no matter how much I try to get out of this and have the life that I feel like I've designed for me that I think is best for me, at the end of the day, there really is no freedom in that at a certain level because I'm very busy wanting certain things and not wanting others. And I can never really truly be free because I'm always caught up in investing time and energy into chasing after and getting more of what I do want and running away from and avoiding what I don't want. I know that it really is not possible for me to transcend this humanness. I know that it is so easy for me to find myself moving in the direction of what I desire and what I want and moving away from resisting and resisting what I don't want. And the only freedom I've really ever been able to find has been when I recognize that these are thoughts. When I see the thoughts for what they are, they're just simply thoughts. When I can actually slow down enough to allow my mind to slow down enough and not give time and energy to these beliefs that have formed around this, that there is, there is space there. There is more spacious, spaciousness. I can actually feel some expansiveness when I am simply flowing down the river of life, so to speak, to use, to use, an, to use a euphemism. If I can flow down that river without trying to paddle to get somewhere else on the river, without trying to get myself further down the river than I am or back behind me, not moving as fast as I am towards something that I don't want. It is all of the thoughts that that are around that is what really for me I have found creates so much suffering that I really don't have to experience. And what I what I have found also is that it is yes there is there is some anxiety in giving up some uh, giving up some control and paying more attention to what life is teaching me where life is taking me. And I'm certainly not advocating passivity. I'm certainly not saying that we can transcend into becoming these beings that just simply uh, can rise above this humanness. But when I can recognize that if I can, the freedom I can have is just to recognize that so much of this I do to myself because I think that I know what I want and what I don't want. And I have that right, clearly, as all human beings do. But I also recognize that just because I have a right to prefer certain things over others, that it ultimately does not mean that I will be free. If I exercise that right and try to arrange my life in a way where I I really only spend my time and energy going after what I want and running from or avoiding or resisting what I don't want, that... There is, ultimately, I have found there the suffering is inevitable. And at a certain point in my life journey, there was a recognition that what is, it, what is it I am, if I'm trying to do anything in this life, and after paying attention to my thoughts and practicing mindfulness for over 30 years, I admit that I started this practice, I just didn't want to suffer so much. I didn't want to struggle with depression so much. I actually wanted to be a human being that could live in the world and not run from it and not hide from it and not avoid it. 
and it got very lonely in there. It got very dark in there, so to speak. And I found that the, really the joy in life is being around other people. And in order for me to do that, there was the, the, uh, the natural movement towards giving up some need for control and trusting more. And I know that I can do that. That, that is all the freedom that I am speaking of is ultimately where I found that. And there's no prescription for it. There's no, uh, there's no method to get it. It is just the freedom that, that occurs when I don't actually believe all of the thoughts that I have about what I want and don't want or what I think is best for me and is not best for me. Then I can simply let myself be who I am and trust that what it is that, that, that needs to be in my life, what needs to happen, will happen. It just may not happen the way that I want it to happen. But I only, I only get caught up in that. I really only take that seriously. I really only suffer when I'm really busy being the person that's decided that I know what it is that I want and that I don't want. And it is, it certainly is easier said than done. And, and it's not like I at some point decided, all right, I'm going to actually, you know, I'm going to make a choice here to, uh, to let go of all these things. They really, I, I couldn't do that either. I, I wasn't. And I am not capable now of, of brute forcing myself to be any certain way. This is a natural outgrowth. Any freedom that I have experienced from wanting things or not wanting things has come from just paying attention to those thoughts and recognizing that, yes, there is some of this that is unconscious. I, As humans do and as, as uh, any living beings do, we adapt over time and we adapt based on, uh, you know, ways to make sure that we survive. And so part of that is wrapped up in moving towards certain things and moving away towards others. But there's so much of this that I, that I do actually, that I can notice, that I can pay attention to, and even some of the unconscious preferences uh, and some of those unconscious reactions about what I want and don't want, I have found start, start to ease when I just pay attention to these thoughts and remember that they are simply thoughts. And when I, when I can see these beliefs forming, I can recognize that they're just beliefs. Just because I believe something is what is good for me and not good for me or something that I want more of or I want less of, that it is simply just a belief. It does not mean that it's the absolute truth. And if I can just let go and see that belief for what it is and not try to do away with it, not try to stuff it down or push it away or not try to talk it out of existence, but just simply be with my mind, thinking what it's thinking, believing what it's believing. And these things really do dissipate. They're really like weather in a lot of ways. And if they, if any of these things, any of these preferences that I have really clung to for wanting or not wanting things have really taken root it has only been when I have really believed them and not seen them for what they really are. And I didn't even know that this was possible. And I'm not trying to speak of this as this is some sort of magic formula. This is really just sharing my own experiences of a natural outgrowth, a natural shift that has taken place as a result of practicing paying attention to my mind. And it is certainly is it's simple enough 
but it is certainly not easy. And I just have continued, I've continued to choose and it's available to any of us. I didn't even know this when I started this. I, I really signed up for something that I had no idea what I was signing up for. I thought that I was, that I had found the magic bullet. I thought that I had found the cure for everything that ailed me emotionally. What I didn't realize or recognize was that it is about so much more than feeling better. It is about so much more than even suffering less. It is also about experiencing freedom that I had no idea even existed. And it's freedom that I'm not capable, as a limited human being, I'm not capable of, of finding this freedom because I don't even know how to find it. This is just what has happened as a result of paying attention to one thought and then the next thought. Being with my mind one moment and then another moment and then another moment. I can truly say that it's been one of the biggest surprises of my life. There's been numerous surprises along the way in this practice, but this has certainly been another one of them.